1: is following an addendum explaining the history of Lyric and Alto, detailing their first job with their mentor, Kel. Alto proved to have an excellent memory, and Lyric demonstrated her skills as a lookout before being made the center of attention. Can she survive being the focus of an entire Underhive gang? Find out in this episode of The Valentine Heresy. From
2: the personal diary of His Surgical Highness, Tritopus Secundus, written the day of the heist. Ryan, what do you think Tritopus thought today would look like?
0: Yeah, so I'm going to go pick up some stuff, and then I'll have enough to uh, get some more vaccines. That way uh, I'll die like my mother did of uh, old age, not disease. Incidentally,
2: that was similar to most entries in the (laughs) Journal of His Surgical Highness, found amongst his belongings after his death. Um, Lyric, um, you feel, um, Kel, Tritipus, and endrick uh, turn and book it, um, towards the building. You notice endrick slips something to Alto, but, uh, you don't really have a, a much of a chance to see what it is. Alto practically falls over as this thing is pushed into his chest, um, but he seems fine. Looking back, um... You can see the crowd. Um, it's that classic thing where, like, uh, in, like the Matrix agent thing, where like everyone is kind of walk, doing their own thing, but suddenly all the culprits start to turn towards the um, uh, the landing bay. Uh, mm-hmm. You have a, pretty much a split section. Uh, section, Jesus, se- second um, to create a distraction of some sort. Um, Kel has handed you um, a rifle. You're not. You've never fired a rifle before. Um, no. You are. I think aware of how they work from all the people you've seen get shot just kind of in the street. Um, but, um, it's a, it's an unfamiliar weapon. Um, the whip on the other hand is close enough, I think to uh, like, I've got to imagine if you're like fending off other weird orphan kids in the streets, like you've probably hit someone with a belt a few times. So you have the basic mechanics of that. Yeah. Um, a chain around a couple times. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, uh like the spirit of vengeance itself. Um so what do you think you do to cause a, a distraction? Keeping in mind you have a number of options here, you can be the distraction, you can cause a, a distraction. Um but you spend some time on the streets, what do you do?
3: Um I kind of dart <laughs> dart my eyes around looking for like anyone I recognize, specifically looking if there's anyone like if I recognize anyone who's clearly, like, a piece of shit who isn't associated with the culprits.
2: Um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you see, uh, we've been talking a lot about, like, class systems in the Hive. Um, and I think for someone like you, there's something particularly heinous about putting on airs in a place where everyone is clearly suffering and barely scraping by. Um, but basically, like, He's, he's not a slumlord per se, but like kind of the like the best dressed asshole in the lower hive. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've always hated this guy. Um you don't understand why he does it. Unfortunately, he's wealthy enough to to have like big hulking uh, bodyguards. But um he um he wears an outfit uh that that looks like um uh Tritipus's outfit was knocked off of it, if that makes sense. So like he's got the legit deal and Tritopus's is, is like the weird off-brand Halloween costume version of it, um, but um, he is—he uh, manufactures a, a a slurry paste that is uh, of of, of uh, questionable meat origin uh, that is um, kind of one of the the most used foods in the lower slums. Lovely. Um, and uh, his name, as brought to you by Patreon, is Fartulum Bugrenus guess i'll write that down there's a very wow. long explanation in latin of what it means uh but what it means to you is that asshole who sells the slurry paste people eat um so he's walking uh, no actually he's not walking he is uh, very very slowly biking on a penny farthing um so just like a giant <laughs> front wheel oh um my god and uh, he's kind of a, a stocky guy um, wearing a, a crushed velvet jacket with the Austin Powers ruffs, um, and uh, he has um, a top hat that splits into two smaller um, top hats. Uh, so it's like a big brim <laughs> and then two smaller, smaller hats. Um, <laughs> this is a man steam piece be, of shit in yeah, the hive. Would have been <laughs> murdered immediately if it wasn't for the four massive scary people walking with him who are shoving, literally just shoving people out of the way. Um, This is classic hive scum, you know, they've got the full Necromunda thing going on. um, And uh, yeah, just just scary, hard people. Um, But weirdly, of the hive scum you've met, um, I think for you, Lyric, uh, there's always been a divide between like, strength is very important, but you're also frustrated by people who don't, who they're, they're only strong. They don't seem to a- yeah. actually get it or get what's going on. So, like, they're making a much bigger deal of this asshole than needs be. He definitely doesn't need that bike. Um, no. But uh, yes, you, you see him based on your previous Streetwise check of a million successes. Uh, the threat, well, however, was that everyone turned towards you. That's how that role went. I forgot to mention that last episode, so I'm just bringing it up now.
3: Oh, everyone's staring at. My way.
2: Well, no, sorry. As I mentioned, all of the culprits are turning towards the landing pad. Oh, okay. They're not looking, like, at you. Because also, no offense, you're really not that scary right now. Yeah. Good time.
3: Well, I think um, using the rifle will probably get me killed. hmm Using the whip will probably get me killed. Mm-hmm. But I've spent a lot of time with my knife.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And really perfecting that. And I think I have pretty good aim. So I think as subtly and as quickly as I can, I take that knife and I throw it with the aim, not necessarily to kill, but at least to get this guy screaming.
1: That's
2: the most lyric thing you've done in this flashback. (laughs) Other than mouth off to someone who could kill you in the previous episode, which admittedly was very on brand. Um, okay, dope. So, oh boy. Um, Laura, I think we're going to kind of, I'm debating between making this a melee light or a ranged light. Do you have ranged light? If you do, I'd rather take it off that. If you don't, we'll make it a melee light.
3: Um, no, I've I've got melee light, not range light. Okay,
2: that's totally fine. Uh, you also okay. didn't build a character for a weird flashback sequence where you'd be throwing knives. <laughs> um, hindsight, use your Sorry. auto gun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> use your leg gun from the future. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So, yeah, go ahead and go ahead and throw that knife. Um, okay. So, what hmm.
3: do I do here?
2: So it's going to be melee light. Uh, so that's brawn okay. and uh, melee, which I think for you is 10,000 dice. Um, so we'll take that. Pretty uh good. You're at, I'm going to say like mid-range. Um, not because you're actually that close to him, but he's above the crowd on a penny farthing, which really gives you a distinct advantage in the knife-throwing yeah. territory. Uh, also, given that you're not trying, like all you actually need to do is hit him. It doesn't really matter if it sticks. Yeah. It just... <laughs> Any amount of inconvenience. Yeah. Um, Good work not aiming for the hat. Um, (laughs) So you get, uh, we'll say three purple. I'm going to spend a story point to upgrade it to a red. Yikes. So that's one red, two purple. Um, You have three story points available to you. The system I was trying to explain and failing to means that basically the only pool we have is this pool until this whole dice roll is done. And then we readjust the pool after that.
0: So you have three so points So you available. could spend all of our existing story points right now, which are three. I mean, technically, no, but yes.
2: Go ahead. It's fine. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have even brought it up. That's a DM thing for me to know and you're you not to worry about. Um, so yes, Laura, you have three story points. Uh, keep in mind, we're trying to limit it to one story point for upgrades, all that jazz. Um, in terms yeah. of advantage disadvantage, um, if you die in this crowd, Alto sure as shit dies in this crowd. Not because yeah. they'll target him, just because you don't think he can survive in in this scenario. So one blue for that, for
0: sure. Um, I'm trying Tom, to Trinopus yeah. is pretty distracting and was involved with the crowd. So if he had off to the side, I imagine people may be glancing at him and not her throwing a knife. I don't know if that would be a factor. Um,
2: yeah, okay. So what I'll say to that, I like that idea Ryan, I think um, given that he's part of the, the like heist crew and is slipping in, I don't think they're looking at him necessarily, but he's been hosing the crowd with aerosol. So there's a bunch of coughing <laughs> and gagging people with like tears running out of their eyes and just like, uh, you know, like hives breaking out on their face. Oh, so, God. yes, I so think there's, there's already
3: a lot of motion around
2: me. I'm going to say there's general chaos, yeah. um, which will give you another boost because it means that even oh. though the, the culprits are turning towards the dome, as Ryan suggested, Trepis is very
0: fucking distracting. Um cool. yeah, it's aerosolized alcohol that he brews himself to like disinfect things so people's eyes are not doing good.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's just general general havoc. Um It's it's bear mace. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but like bear meat's made by an idiot. So somehow worse. It's like, oh, we got to keep the bears safe. And he's could like, be oh. bears out here. <laughs> it's a grim, dark universe, Tyler. There yeah. could be bears anywhere. Um, Alto, um, I doubt you would be... Oh, no, we actually, I've got a thing for you. So you wouldn't be able to help with this because you're you're dealing with the thing Hendrick just shoved at you. So, um, Laura, that's all I got for you.
3: I think that's great. Um, and this is kind of one of those things like, Lyric has thrown that knife at the wall so many times that it is like, uh, it is incredibly reflexive. You know what I mean? This is just, um, she knows she knows she can hit a target.
2: Yeah, all right. Uh, I'll give you another blue for that.
0: This isn't her first knife rodeo. Well,
2: yeah, yeah. literally though, like I'm just imagining like the, the Great Escape ball thing where it's just like you just toss the ball at the yeah. wall constantly. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I just need to do this for real now. That's fine.
3: Yeah. <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna roll. Cool. <laughs> and result is one advantage Ooh. I know
2: <laughs> Okay hmm. Weird <laughs> uh, Laura, I'll let you succeed at cost Or you can take the advantage The advantage will mean that what you want Something will happen, but it won't be necessarily what you want Succeed at a cost is you will hit him, but there will be a, a, a cost
3: uh I, f- no fuck cost uh <laughs> I don't I, cost then the last always ends episodes up would make you poorly. say that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Admittedly like no, succeeding at a cost is different when you've thrown an object out of your hand rather than when you're
0: plugged into a thing uh, um with so brain <laughs> <laughs> Don't throw your brain Laura don't throw your brain <laughs> oh, You hit alto in the head uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there was another kid and he became yeah. new Walter. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> Hey, Endrick, you look at pretty young to me. <laughs> Endrick just unzips and three kids stumble out. Yeah.
3: No. Nah, um, fuck, this is really hard, hard to decide. Um sorry, advantage would give what? You say like
2: Advantage is something will happen, um, yeah. but it won't be what you it, like Basically, if you take the advantage, you don't hit him with the knife. Something will happen, but yeah. you don't hit him with the knife. If you take succeed at a cost, you'll hit him with the knife, but there will be yeah, some okay. kind of, of of cost to it.
3: Uh, no, I'll take advantage.
2: Okay, um,
3: lyric, lyric wouldn't risk alto at all. So,
2: fair enough. Um, if that's
3: if that's even on the table as a cost potentially.
2: Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think Lyric was like, "I could succeed at a cost." I know, um, I
3: know, but, <laughs> but I,
2: yeah, I understand. Think
3: of hear gut reaction.
2: Oh man, I'm out of hexes. I can't reach that guy. I guess I'll just stand here until it's my turn again. Um, okay, so you throw the knife, um, and it's a perfect shot. Um, it you know arcs out of your hand the way you'd expect. Um, unfortunately, as you do so, one of the thugs shoves um, a, uh, a like a, a big muscly woman out of the way, uh, and the knife instead um, the the hilt bounces off her um, shoulder. Uh, unfortunately, blocking uh, blocking your shot, um, and she kind of like oh, my knife. Yeah, so your knife is gone. Uh, she picks it up and puts it in her belt, and she's like, "Oh, free knife." Um, and uh, honestly, it's the best day of her life. Things are really <laughs> bleak in the hive. Um,
0: nice around her just starts common. chanting
2: free knife, free, free knife,
0: knife, free knife.
5: <laughs> yeah, it's like we're in for a spot of knife rain.
2: <laughs> tut tut looks like knives. Um, best <laughs> spaceport ever. Yeah. Um, Now all of our drinking buddies are going to have to hear that fucking story for forever. Um, Yeah, I was going
0: to say, for 10 years until the planet is exterminatist. (laughs) What? We don't
2: know that's going to happen. I say as I lower (laughs) my glasses in a stupid way. Um, Okay, cool. So um, the the knife is gone. Um, So you have one advantage. I think the way we're going to play that, Laura, is... Um, your opportunity to create a distraction is gone um you had the kind yeah. of the one the one action so unfortunately that means that uh the culprits are now um uh closing essentially the net around um uh around the base now the advantage um the good news is uh you weren't seen doing it so i think that's how we'll play the advantage is um the bad news is you lost your knife it didn't work the good news is the culprits Probably thought you were just trying to kill that woman, uh, if anything. (laughs) Or you might have just been a teenager throwing a knife into a crowd. Admittedly, not that rare in this place. So, um, yeah, hashtag hive. Um, (laughs) So, weirdly, you're kind of net neutral on that. Um, The advantage piece, though, so, A, you weren't noticed. And B, I'll say, knowing that you've lost the opportunity to create a distraction— You now have a moment uh, to breathe as you figure out what you can do that would be useful. Um, The culprits are going to rush the base. Like, there's really nothing you can do about that now. But there might be something else you can do. So you think about that. I'm going to cut over to Alto. Alto, um, slash, also, Endric, you're playing two characters talking to yourself. Welcome to my world, Tyler. Um, (laughs) uh, Endric um, shoves... Um, basically, um, a heavy piece of metal, like a, like a, like a leather sleeve with, um, tools in it at Alto. Um, and, uh, I think as, as you've described it in kind of that, like, I don't really, like, it's not a a nice, like, fatherly gesture, just kind of like, here you fucking go. Yeah. Um, but basically, uh, Alto, you look down and, um your the the gears uh, metaphorical gears at this point and your brain begin to turn about like what these tools are and mm. you don't necessarily recognize them but you immediately start to see the value i kind of imagine alto's brain working a bit like um in the, in the lego movie when they talk about being a master builder oh. where you just see every <laughs> like brick that. and you're just like oh i understand all the bricks go together like this um yeah. so looking at the tools you don't necessarily know what they do but you do kind of realize how they could work together um And uh, he just says, um, yeah, uh, you're really going to want to find a good car, kid. All right. I have – I was thinking about how
5: Endrick sounds. Mm. I was thinking he kind of sounds like – I think he's modulated his voice somewhat. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I think he sounds like Dr. Claw or like Soundwave. I think it's like –
2: Oh, fuck yeah.
5: (laughs) And just shoves it just like – you would better find us a good car, kid.
2: kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't do the full line, but uh, yeah. it doesn't matter. Neither can Endric. It is hard yeah. to speak through one of those yeah. voice modulators. Oh, yeah. fuck! I love that. Also, that is a damn good Doctor Claw, sir. Thank you. I feel like yeah, we should I'm- cover up your face for the entirety of the season. Just you know, move your camera to <laughs> so the back of it. my chair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I mean, Luna would make for a good uh, mad, mad cat, cat for sure. Um, uh, what a delightful vacation that reference was from the grimdark reality we're in now. Um, great, so um, <laughs> let's go back
0: to forcing the child to be a soldier.
2: <laughs> yeah. So listen, it's just like Snowpiercer. You just got to put the keys in, turn, pull out. Um, so yeah. So you stumble over. Um, you've got this this kind of set of gear. Um, can you please roll me a tech use? Yes. Uh, and this is you trying to uh, master builder, understand your uh, your new set of tools. Okay. What are you looking for? Uh, I'm going to say two on this one. They're unfamiliar. And again, these are, um, in a sense, these are likely his spares. Mm. Like, he's not going to hand you the stuff he needs. It's just kind of like, here's the backups. Um, Yeah. So it's essentially, I I feel like, given Alto's general interest in in vehicles and mechanics, you'd have some sense of how mechanical stuff works, but you've never, like, you've probably looked at a couple wrecks. Um yeah. or like junked cars. Scrap, yeah, 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 yeah. So you have a vague sense of like mm-hmm. what they might do. So yeah, go ahead and uh, roll that for me, please. Holy shit! Uh, five successes,
5: two threats. Each of my I I had three yellow dice from my tech use, Holy and shit. each of them rolled double success.
2: Each Damn. one, so that was quite fortunate. Nice. Um. <laughs> okay. You see a perfect car. There's one that's very, very fast. Unfortunately, there's a penny farthing pulling up to it. Uh, and you see um, Fortulum Bugaranis looking down going, I quite like this one. Perhaps I'll purchase it. Wherever is the owner. So the good news is you found the right car and you know how to use your tools. The threat is um, Fortulum is very interested in this vehicle and is causing a bit of a scene around it. Um, here's my question to you, Alto. Um, you know, Lyric said to stay close, but you have a very important job and you know, you can't let the crew down. Um, would you slip through the crowd and try and go hotwire this car or would you kind of wait till you get word? Uh, he would slip through the crowd. Uh, he also has the same ability, like being hive born as Lyric
5: that crowds Mm -hmm. don't impede his movement. I think as a child as well, he just kind of has that way of just kind of moving. It's just just, scampering. It's just like a forest of legs for him, right? Like it's just.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. Um. Uh, okay, amazing. Uh, I'm not going to make you roll for that one, only because I think, like, that makes sense also with the kid. I feel like I'd just be handing you so many boost dice. <laughs> um, so, uh, excellent. So you slip away into the crowd, um, and we'll see, Lyric, what you do with that in a moment. Uh, meanwhile, inside, um, uh, Tritipus, uh, following Kel and uh, Endric, you find yourself in um, a uh, large, again, think most nicely, so, like, no-ceilinged, Basically ramshackle nailed together, you know, that weird corrugated metal kind of fallout style shitty spaceport as uh, the Maladrot uh, is being to land. Um, as you guys push past the guards... You hear, hey, wait a minute. You can't go in there. <laughs> um, I like that voice. <laughs> and uh, thanks, man. I don't know how I did it, so it's probably not coming back. Um, and uh, Endrick uh, immediately, um, using his robotic arm, slams the door. Um, and uh, you see his fingers uh, drilling um, bolts in uh, to secure it. So you're pounding on, hey, no, uh, from outside Um but inside there are um, – you immediately see a bunch of bodies um, from uh spaceport crew. Um, this place is so ill-used. Everyone was kind of – like you could tell that it's sort of similar to like a hotel when royalty shows up in a movie. They were desperately trying to clean this place so it seemed functional when the ship arrived. Um, so they were very much caught with their pants down. Um, and there were about uh, ten culprits um, in and around um, – And uh, all of them have, uh, sorry, uh, we'll say five of them have guns up on the ship. Um, The other five heard the commotion and are starting to turn. Um, You see Kel immediately kind of like whip out her pistol and dive behind cover. Um, Endrick is still like drilling the the door shut. Uh, What do you do? Uh,
0: I think he'd go into cover as well. Uh, but he would believe that Kel would keep him the most safe. So he would actually cross to where Kel is and go into exactly the same cover. Okay, amazing. Um, I, I know you, you played Last of
2: Us 1, right? Yes. So there's this amazing mechanic where they just decided no one can see Ellie because she does that all the time, and it's so fucking frustrating as a player. She's like, no, just, I, I'm stealthy. And she's like, I'm coming. Stay there, Joel. Um, so it's very much, uh, I feel like it's that, where it's just you running and Kel being like, no. No. Um so uh as you're running, a bunch of them open fire um uh kind of at you. Um The good news is, weirdly, by being such a big fucking distracting, stupid thing running by, they aren't shooting Endric, who is the guy who's standing blatantly out of cover. Um so Tyler, you're fine for a minute. Um Tritibus, you uh I- I'm kind of imagining, based on the way you're talking, it's it's almost like um What's, what am I even thinking of? Like I'm imagining like a weird like stick robot running where it's just kind of like you've got the Mr. Burns arms up and it's it's more of yeah, like a – Yeah, it's
0: very a, snidely whiplash. I feel oh, like amazing. a lot of yes, these movement yes, 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 in yes, that Hanna-Barbera way. Uh, yeah, yeah,
2: great. Um, so it's a, it's a very awkward um, run um, over, but uh, you make it to cover um, as uh, the bullets begin to fly. Um, meanwhile, uh, the, um, the slugs are hitting uh, the boxes and just blowing chunks of them off mostly around Kel. For some reason, they aren't hitting the boxes near you, but like Kel is, is being rained down on with um with uh, materials. Uh, oh,
0: no, that's going to make you sick. Uh, and then he just like uses his mist gauntlets on the boxes around her so she doesn't get sick. Um, And uh, as you're leaning over her
2: doing that, suddenly the bullets are missing and she's like... <laughs> um. Uh yeah, listen, uh I saw a Doc, I saw someone sneeze on all these boxes. You gotta stay right there and just keep disinfecting, okay? Oh no, I don't wanna get sick. Yeah, no. I gotta no die like my mom. <laughs> oh, and uh it's uh it's it's mask proof sneezes. They go through masks, so you really gotta disinfect it.
0: Ah! Uh, And what I would say, Tom, is he pulls out his last pistol and he starts shooting the boxes. But his aim is so bad, he ends up shooting at the culprits. I was
2: going to say also with your luck, you like shoot the box and it like ricochets off. Uh, Yeah. Okay. amazing. So um, go ahead and roll. uh, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, Roll to attack the culprits by accident, I suppose. Uh, And Laura, if you could please roll uh, on Kel's behalf. Um, this will be a melee or sorry a ranged uh heavy
3: okay
2: um both of you are rolling on um three purple
3: okay
2: um laura for kel uh one setback for the well actually no the box stopped exploding so no setback for that hey. um i'll say you actually get a boost dice uh for being under the luck umbrella <laughs> Um, and, uh, Ryan, um, I'm going to give you one boost because I told you that the, it was mask-proof sneezing, uh, so you're really <laughs> concerned about destroying these germs, uh, so I, I feel like you would be extra, like, having just played a bunch of VR shooting games where I occasionally panic and just, like, fan the trigger, it's just very much like a, ah! Um, Tyler, uh, as Endrick, can you please go ahead and roll me a tech use um, for drilling the door shut? Um, okay. This is going to be a difficulty of one. It's actually pretty low because, again, like you're, you've are you got the robot arm. I'll uh, give you, based on your normal um, mechadendrite arm, uh, one boost. Um, I'm going to give you one setback. Oh, no, actually, no, because he distracted them, so they're not shooting at you. Um, so that's Tom, all, I'm going
0: to use a story point for Tritopus uh, because he's terrified that the sneezes will taint his mother's bones. So he'll have to throw them away. Oh yeah. That's legit. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um,
2: wow. Very cool. Uh, so there are three remaining story points on this set of rolls. If anybody wants more, I have zero right now because that's how I'm the new good. economy works. I can't fuck you right now. I literally can't
0: do it. I made my roll, Tom. Mm -hmm. And I have one success, two advantage, and a triumph. Jesus. Wow. Uh, Laura, if you could roll Uh, for kill, please.
3: Yeah, I rolled one success and one advantage. Oh, We're we're doing pretty good.
2: Wow, Ryan. uh, Tyler, how'd you do? (laughs) Uh,
5: Four successes, one advantage, one
2: triumph. Guys. All I'm saying is I maybe we change the name to the Doc T
0: Heresy. Fuck those other characters. These guys are amazing at everything. Yeah. I've never been more sure Alto will die when we go back to the present. <laughs> back to those
2: three <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah. Just keep burning that luck, baby.
2: Yeah. Shit, man. All right. Uh, um, <laughs> fuck, that's wild. Uh, Okay. Okay, amazing. Um, So um, all this kind of happens in a beautiful ballet of destruction kind of way, where um, uh, Kel um, and again, like fully full Sarah Connor, just like does that thing where you kind of like take a breath before being like, okay, I'm just gonna pop out into danger and shoot whoever I can. Um, and as she comes out uh, to open fire, um, she's tracking. Like, it's literally one of those things where, like, if we're talking Red Dead terms, she's in, like, dead eye. She's got her gun ready to go. But then suddenly, like, LAS pistol blasts hit her targets. And, like, she's on – she's ready to shoot all of them. But by the time she pulls the trigger, they're already burning. Uh, so she shoots three corpses on their way down um, as uh, fucking <sighs> – Tritopus Secundus, his surgical highness, drops uh, three culprits. Ryan, you said you had three success, sorry, two success
0: and a triumph? Uh, one success, two advantage and a triumph.
2: Okay. So, yeah. So, three, two for the triumph, uh, one for the success. And then, um, and Tyler, you had, I'm sorry, triumph and four successes. <laughs> <Yeah. Good>. Jumping <laughs> emperor in his golden throne. Okay, cool. So, um, hmm. basically, um, as, uh, like, um, Trenopus starts, like, dropping people with his, like, scattered last pistol fire and gaining advantage, um, the advantage buys Kel time to kind of see the ship descending, being shot at by these culprits. And um, uh, she notices that the um, they're actually kind of doing part of the wrecking crew job that you plan to do. So she yells, uh, like, Andrik, now! So, Tyler, with your uh, (laughs) stupid amount of success and triumph, um, you have a moment uh, to try and disable the craft um, in a way that uh, you have the advantage of uh, of the combined fire of uh, five of the culprits. The craft is starting to, like, tilt and and kind of do that... um, that like classic uh, like one stabilizer's out thing where it's just mm-hmm. kind of starting to spin. Um, the danger you have is there's still a bunch of people shooting at it. However, um, it's it's in vaguely critical condition. So um, you have uh, a chance to act. You can either try and disable it more. You can try and come up with a way to disable them. Um, but basically, uh, the combined actions have bought you another free turn. What do you do? So when Kel says now that's in regards to disabling the ship. Just in terms of like, this is your, like, this is our moment. Like, uh, okay. I think for, her, in her mind, it is very much a, the ship is in the, pro, like, the ship is almost disabled. Now you can also see that because of the combined fire, it's starting to take, like trying to take back off. Um, it's different from like, because your plan was basically it lands and then you disable it. Now it's like, sure. it's landing. So I think for her, it's very much blow up now, but, you're actually the expert in this. So what do you think you your take on this would be?
5: So I'm imagining like a like an, an industrial spaceport. Yep. So I would imagine there's some mechanism in place to um, cradle or brace these larger ships for when they've rested and landed in place. So would it be possible for Endric to... Use that same system to, instead of brace the ship as it lands, to actually kind of envelop it like and flex yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And keep it from taking off, kind of hold it in place.
2: Totally. Um, so, given the sort of shittiness of the spaceport, uh, I'm going to say that'll cost a story point. Um, okay. So, we'll drop that to two and two. In my favor, as we've learned, all shared tied points are from I fuck up a few episodes ago. Um, but uh, yeah, so there is an ancient, ancient um, sort of uh, again because this is a, a, a an improvised port, uh, sort of like gimbaled arms, but they are uh, they're mismatched and kind of roughly built. Uh, but looking at them, Endric's like, "Fuck yeah, that's absolutely what these are for." Um, So with all of the distraction going on, also with um, uh, Tritipus and Kel drawing so much fire, um, you can slip over. You you can see very much where, like, the foreman's booth would be. Mm -hmm. Um, There's, like, a corpse slumped over uh, control panel. um, And happily, because it is, like, a little control office, it's not in direct line of sight of all the culprits who are firing. Um, So I'm going to need a stealth check, please. Uh, from you the good news is everyone is so distracted by everything else that's going on that like one dude in a jumpsuit trying to do something isn't really a concern or a priority so this is only going to be difficulty one um, I am going to spend a story point to bump it up to um, a, red. a red just to keep life interesting Um but uh, other than that, um, boost dice from the distractions for sure. Okay. Um, sorry, you said this was a tech use roll for me? Uh, no, a stealth check, please. Stealth uh, this sorry. is to get I you sp- to it. Um, Let me check, so I'll give you like... one boost. Yeah, sorry, check your stat, and I'll, I'll give you the rest of the, the dice there. Okay. You good? Yep. Okay, so uh, one boost for... Um, I'll give you a boost each for Kel and Tritopus because they're being very distracting. hmm um, I will give you a further boost for the fact that the ship is trying to take off again. It means that the culprits, even though they're under attack, actually have a bigger priority that they need to deal with. Um, other than that, yeah, I think that's that's probably going to be it. Okay, on my way. end,
5: sounds good. Uh, four advantages.
2: That's all. Um, okay, cool. So um, you begin to run um, like just full on sprinting towards the uh, the the small office. Uh, unfortunately, you trip over one of the um, uh, the dead uh, staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't. You don't fall down, but it prevents you from getting there this turn. Um, but the good news is, no one noticed you. Okay. Um, you just don't quite make it uh, to the place in time. Now that said, with four advantage, I think what I would recommend you can spend those on is in this particular instance is helping your buddies. Um, how do you think Endric can help, um, Kel and Trinippus as they, uh, continue to fight the culprits
5: in a uh, vaguely
2: loose guidance e way?
5: Yeah. Um, so I've made it like halfway or whatever. And I trip over this body. Um, Let's say, sorry, I'm just like, this is just like the first thought that came to mind and it's like yeah, yeah. weirdly involved. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's say the, the, the space dock worker that I tripped over had access to like the, like a, like a loudspeaker system. Oh yeah. Amazing. And I, because of my like Vox, um, like implants, I just open the, I opened the channel and I just hold it to my own throat. And the feedback just becomes, like, this huge distracting, like, frequency throughout throughout this giant space hangar.
2: Yes! Yeah, okay. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Uh, honestly, any any chance uh, to hear that voice or use that voice in some capacity is
4: <laughs> always
2: going to win points for me. Um, fuck, man. That's very smart. I love that. Uh, yeah, so there's massive electronic distortion um, from... I'll, I'll, I'll like I'll say um I'll, like I'll
5: get on like our channel I'm assuming we have like microbeads or something for this job to like stay in contact uh yeah they're shittier than that but yes okay so yeah I'll just I'll just quickly uh say um what are what are our friends names Kel and Tritipus. Uh, Tritipus. yep I'll say uh, um Kel, Tritipus, cover your ears and then
2: the feedback hits amazing um so yeah sure enough um it's, it's also, I think it's such an unexpected noise that it's not that it's so loud that normally people would just be like, ah, that kind of sucks, but I can deal with it. But it's just so unexpected and loud. You see mm-hmm. the culprits, um, like their aim goes off, bullets are flying everywhere. Um, uh, it's definitely, uh, not, uh, what people were expecting. And a couple of them have like bionics that are starting to ma- like pick it up and you can see them oh, kind of yeah, on their yeah. heads. Um, it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, with that, uh, and Kel, um, the culprits are, are severely, um, uh, at a disadvantage, uh, for the moment. Um, the ship is, uh, seemingly coming down, but it looks like Endric has a plan. That said, if they notice him, you might be fucked. What do you think you guys would do?
0: Kel, you want to go first?
2: Yeah, uh, Laura, given that Lyric... Uh, learned everything she knows from Kel What would Lyric do If she were Kel <laughs> If I bought Sorry. the pre-order DLC And had the Kel skin For Lyric Sorry
3: Sorry <laughs> I've been spacing because I've been trying to figure out like the mechanics of something okay. I wanted to Never do as lyric. No, no. <laughs> so
2: sorry. That, 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 no, no. That's that's you're doing the right thing. As a that's that's good play. Like, fuck, I forgot it was Kel. <laughs> Admittedly, I'm supposed to be RPing Kel and you're supposed to be rolling for. Her. I just sorry. forgot for a second because I'm not used to having
1: to play a,
0: a, a <laughs> member of the party. It's so nice. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll pitch for both of us, Tom. You want to make great, right? Yes. Let's yes, go.
3: Sorry, guys. You no, know, no, Laura. So, you're doing the
0: right thing. I think uh With the moment that they have right now, uh, this is probably the time to get close and go hand to hand. Like, this is the only opportunity to charge them and get behind whatever cover they're using. So I'm imagining Kel with whatever close combat weapon going for that. Uh, Whereas uh, over, like, behind her, Trinopus, who doesn't actually see her charge, starts hearing the ringing through his mask because he Mm -hmm. can't fully cover his ears. He's like, oh, no. It's the Calgarian flu. We're all going to die in three minutes unless everybody who's got the flu dies first. Uh, And then he reaches into his bag and he pulls out um, what I'm going to call a ripper glove, uh, which is like it's a surgical tool. It's like a chain fist, but smaller. It's got a chainsaw about six inches at the end of the fist. And it's specifically used for like emergency surgery and like severing of limbs. But he's just got that. And he's like, we got to get all the tubules in them. Uh, (laughs) He's charging across, ready to punch them in the chest to get their their flu tubules out of them. Um, All right. I love that. That's
2: wild. Um, So he yells that and Kel's just like, oh, fuck. Um, So, yeah, she she rushes out as well. Uh, and I think um, for her, it's going to be uh, sort of close combat John Wick, where her her close combat weapon is her and her pistol. But rather than, like, aiming, it's more of the, like, grab and shoot. So she's just doing, like, the running, like, you know, throwing a leg around a guy, dragging him to the ground, shooting him in the chest uh, piece as you rush forward with your, your chain weapon. Uh, so go ahead and roll. <laughs> So dumb. You roll for your Ripper Glove, please. Um, uh, it's close combat,
0: so I believe it is a uh, difficulty of two. Okie dokie. I will use a story point. Fair enough. Because he cannot get Calgarian two bulls on him, or he will be deaf. Um, and when I'll you're deaf, you can't hear the disease is coming. I'll also say. Um,
2: We're going to count this as one roll rather than an individual roll for each enemy in the room for ease of play. Cool. So that's everything, right? Two difficulty in the dice? Uh, Yeah, two difficulty. Uh, I'll give you a boost for um, the fucking electronic interference for realsies. Um, I'll also give you a boost for thinking that this is some kind of health danger. Um, (laughs) Yeah. However, I am gonna give you one setback for also not necessarily being comfortable with the amount of gore flying at
0: you, because like you don't know where that blood's been. That's true. This is a very unsanitary room. He'd be very bothered by this. That's why <laughs> his steps are so high and that like he's he's running and it looks vaguely like a marionette. Like you where you see the knees <laughs> go too high and the arms yeah, are yeah. there. He's yeah, doing massage. He's, he's trying to touch as few things as possible. And that is three advantage. All right, so
2: you rush out, and um, I, I think you, you don't manage to hurt anyone. Or sorry, you don't manage to like kill anyone, but you are just a maelstrom of distraction. Um, you're you're flying around and just like causing a ruckus, and and just um, really truly. Um, Uh, Making things inconvenient for everyone
0: Yeah I feel Um, like he's Mr. Magoo Where like he slips and the shots go over him And then he like leans over randomly To check something and shots go around So he's making the enemy so angry (laughs) That they aren't as effective You're just full on Jar Jar Binks With that fucking battle droid on his
2: foot Being like oh no And he just manages to shoot (laughs) an army That Um, is Tredipus
0: as a character Yeah
2: so um, great Um, So as you're flailing around Doing all that Um, you see Endric, like, continue, like, rushing, uh, rushes into the, into the booth, um, and you see Kel rush out, and, um, she's so fast, like, she's much faster, and I mean, actually, this wouldn't be something Tredepus would notice, but, like, for us, the audience, um, moves at, like, an incredible pace, and, um, with with tremendous, um, uh, sort of sure-footedness, as she's, like, tackling these people and shooting them, um, Endrick, uh, please roll me a tech use check. You've made it into the office. You pull the corpse off the uh machinery. Uh it's a Unix system. You know this. Um Jesus. I know this. <laughs> um, what uh what are you what are you throwing against me there, Tom? Um honestly, this is kind of your jam. So I'm gonna say just two purple. Um okay. it's gonna be one setback for just being a real shitty rig. Mm. Um, but you get a blue for your mechadendrite stuff too oh you get Sunday. two yeah. Oh, fantastic um and i'll give you one more for again like it's it's old and like it's it's a badly built thing but it's also kind of built to be run by idiots so for, like, an expert engineer... I mean, this is perfect. Well, it, it, as an expert engineer, it's like you walk... You're like, oh, no, I, I have to, like... How am I going to make this elevator work? You walk in and there's just buttons and you're like, oh. oh I have to put the square block through the square peg rather <laughs> than the square hole. Yeah. Okay. I am a golden god. <laughs> uh, all right, go ahead, man. All right.
4: Hey, it's Del. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to The Valentine Heresy. And if you are so inclined, we at Dum Dumbs and Dice have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Dice. There's tiers from $1 to $25 a month, which gets you super cool stuff and also helps support creatives like us. Uh, specifically us, you know, when doing this stuff. For just $1 a month, you can join our Discord, which is for patrons only, but you gain access to it forever. You can come hang out with us and talk about 40K and share your models and be super nerdy, because honestly, we're all super nerdy there. So, if you feel so inclined and would like to support the shows, come on over and join us. Uh, It's patreon.com slash dice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. That's right. Just touch Type it, type it in the search bar, uh patreon.com slash dumdumdice. And we'll see you over there. Thanks.
5: Three successes, four advantages, one triumph. Holy
2: shit. Um, with a resounding uh, like there's there's a horrible creaking, screeching noise as all of these robotic arms kind of like come to life and then collectively just dig into the ship. Um, as, uh, as the, these arms begin to move, um, Kel is like looking around at, at Mr. Magoo stumbling around uh, vaguely shooting things. Um, and a look passes over her, her face of, of slight resignation. Um, and she just mutters to herself, I hate losing a good luck charm. Um, And then out of her sleeve, uh, a tentacle shoots forth, grabbing um, a guy at distance. And basically she begins to just full on like Omega Red from uh, fucking X-Men, these guys, just impaling people, pulling them in, shooting them at close range, just proceeds to fucking eviscerate... um, the all of the the like the closest people as the ship is pulled down onto the remaining few in kind of a big fiery wreck that blocks Endrix's view. Um <clears throat> and uh Tridipus, you stand up having successfully killed all these people because you know Yeah,
0: Tritopus pulls off his mask and goes like so uh, did we win
2: and uh she goes yes and then shoots you in the head. Uh, outside,
0: um, (laughs) he looks up at her and chokes, he goes, my only regret is dying. (laughs) Um, outside,
2: um, Alto, you've made it to the car. Um, you're, you're under it. Um, you, you've got your tools out. Um, do you think you would try and how do you think you try and hack in? Is this like a, I have to crouch under the steering wheel, hotwire it? Or is it like a try and cut your way up from the bottom? Do you think?
5: I don't think he's he would cut his way up from the bottom. I think he's small enough that it's really a matter of whatever side of the vehicle uh, Fortulum is on. Mm-hmm. He's on the opposite side because this guy is so big mm-hmm. in his just his general vibe that just being on the opposite side of the car, I think, allows him enough um, anonymity to uh, to to work his to, to work on a door or something and slip in that way.
2: Okay, great. Love it. Um, can you roll me a tech use check, please? Difficulty of one. It's a fancy enough car to have locks, but you're also very good at this. <laughs> um, while he's rolling that, uh, Lyric, um, you are, uh, you've got people, you've got uh, a bunch of culprits moving in on the um, the base. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you see, um, uh, Fortulum um, looking at a car and, and sort of speaking quite broadly about it. Um, and as you do so, you see a, a small figure kind of dart up and over, um, into the passenger seat. Uh, and, um, for a second you're, you're terrified because, you know, your paranoia about Alto would suggest that, oh no, it's Alto. And then yeah. you realize... Motherfucker, it's Alto. Um, <laughs> so you've got culprits moving in on Kel and you've got uh, Fartulum with Alto. What do you do?
3: Um, fuck, man. This has been like a wild fucking ride. Like, uh, like, in my brain, while well, this has been, I'll, I'll do this. No, fuck, I'll do, no, fuck. Like, well, that's out the window. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This has been a roller coaster in my brain. That's only been for me.
5: Um, <laughs> Laura's doing her own
0: podcast. Oh, just for
3: her. It's just, just for me.
0: Yeah. Hosted with Laura.
3: <laughs>
0: the Elizabeth Heresy. Yeah.
3: Um,
0: Laura's thinky stress times.
3: I, I am. Yeah, I'm so stressed out right now. Um,
0: Where's your fucking plot
2: armor now? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Damn.
3: Um, so, I mean, is Alto in an immediate threat right no, now? No, not at all. He no, is full he's full on, right?
2: like a delightful little scamp who's managed to like, like he's 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 small. He's he's in the car. He's He's also like, you're both kind of malnourished. So like, he's, he's not a big guy. It's, it's like, he's over there, but no, there's no immediate danger. They clearly haven't noticed him. Also like, uh, the way you feel about Fartulum is the way everyone in this crowd feels about Fartulum. No one's like, hooray, that guy. Everyone's like, this fucking guy. So yeah. there's also, like, he's observing the car, but there are people, like, calling him rude names as they wander by. So, no, if, if it's not. This isn't uh, an immediate danger. You know, <laughs> like an exploding head device or anything.
3: Yeah, yeah, really. Nah. Um... <sighs> Fuck me.
0: A weird thing for her to say to the closest guy <laughs> in the crowd.
3: Um, I. Th- <sighs> Sorry guys. I'm really struggling because like Lyric is.
5: Take us through what, what your thought process is. What do you like? That, that'll be
2: fun to, to kind of get a glimpse of anyway. Um, and also to tag onto that. Tyler just says you're doing this, Laura, because I think that's a, a fantastic plan, Tyler. And I would say also, Laura, keep in mind, you still have all of your, your lyric stats. So even yeah. though she technically doesn't have it now, I think what I'm looking for is similar to Alto has seen wrecks of cars, ergo he would understand roughly what he could maybe maybe do. Um, you do still have those stats to play with. Um, you just need to justify what when and how similar to I've thrown a knife at a wall a bunch of times, but yeah. yeah, Talk, talk us through what you're thinking. Cause I think, um, that was fun.
3: Well, I think kind of what I'm seeing is like, I mean, Alto's okay immediately, but if this shit goes down, like, I mean, if Kel gets rushed, if, if anything in this goes sideways, we're all kind of fucked. Mm -hmm. And I don't, you know, so um, I think I, I would I like to if you'll let me use um, I think kind of in her desperation, she's kind of like, what the fuck do I do? What the fuck's going to happen? I don't know what to do next is mm-hmm. that she almost starts to see what's going to happen.
2: hmm. I think that's a very fair time for that to start to manifest. Yes. And
3: I'd kind and I'd I'd like to get some kind of what would be barrier effects, mm-hmm. which in the psycher term for um in terms of like the the um divination line is more like she doesn't throw up a barrier, but she can see you can see like where things are about to move like the example is kind of like running through a you know falling building and you know where everything's gonna land yeah so i think this is kind of like she can suddenly see the patterns of how everyone's gonna move
2: yeah Uh, i think the way we'll mechanically or uh, not mechanically i mean there are mechanics for it Uh, i understand (laughs) um it's almost like um going to soft focus. Um, and I think this is something that you've, you've always been able to do and you've just never really paid any attention to. Because, I mean, psychopowers like in 40K aren't like the X-Men, which is like, oh, I turned 14. Powers? Hair yeah. where there wasn't hair before? Uh, what's this a metaphor for? Um, but, um, yeah, I think it's you, you drop into that soft focus, everything slows a bit, and you just get a sense of where everything's going. What do you want to try and use that power to do?
3: <laughs> I want to try to use it to raise my rifle. And one by one, I want to just take out fucking everyone approaching Kel, or as many of them as I can. Okay, approaching Alto because they're not approaching. No, they're
2: they're approaching. Alto is completely safe right now. They're approaching. um, I um, I thought I misunderstood. Okay, so Laura, what I'm going to need from you then is a. What is the? Do you have the mechanics for barrier? Yeah. So, um, so I can find them, but it's going to take me a long time on air. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah. So because this is kind of like being done in a kind of like, I guess, more of a narrative way. It's not mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. structured way. Right. So, yeah. um, all right. <laughs> Sorry. It's the first time I'm doing this. Um, so I have to make a check using my like divination skill and, um, you're going to do like so your normal difficulty mm-hmm. uh, whatever you would do is like one naturally gets upgraded to a challenge. Oh, to okay. make it all threatening. Um and that's kind of it. I'm going to like suffer some effects after the fact. But
2: seems real. Yeah, um it's
3: it's kind, yeah, it's 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 pretty normal and I don't have anyone around me I want to add this to, so yeah,
2: we're good. Okay. So Laura, I'm gonna say four. I'm gonna say three difficulty because you, you, as as I learned from Revenge of the Sith, you have the high ground, which means you win yeah. every fight forever. Um, so uh, we'll say three difficulty because you're shooting down into a crowd. Um, so one of those gets upgraded to a red. Um, yeah. I'm gonna give you one setback for shooting into a crowd. Uh, even though you're seeing where everything is, it just means the shots aren't as clean.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, I will as give you- As in a you, gun
3: I haven't used before.
2: For sure. Um, I am, however, going to give you a boost for the fact that um, Kel being a like professional contract mercenary has a damn good gun. Um, it's one of those weapons that kind of- uh, does the work for you, if that makes any sense. Um, it's an intuitive yeah. weapon. Yeah, it, it's like, it's really well balanced. It's really well maintained. It's the best odds an, an amateur could have to hit something. Uh, I'm also going to give you a blue for the fact that all of the culprits who are, are moving, are like walking towards you. So it actually mm-hmm. does make it much easier to quick sight targets because they're the only ones facing you. Yeah. Um, I think that's it for me.
3: I, I would, can I up, use a story point to upgrade mm-hmm. um, one of my ability dice just on kind of like a beginner's luck?
2: <laughs> yeah, beginner's <laughs> luck. Also, way. we know what Lyric becomes. So her being a natural <laughs> at this makes perfect sense. Cool. Like, it's not like later you're like, ah, guns, can't do them. You're like, I also gun. Yes. Um, okay. Cool. So this will be ranged heavy, I believe. Yeah. Um,
3: this this is actually, I I use my. Oh, it's just um, off the.
2: Oh, damn. All right. Have at yeah. it. Well, <clears throat>
3: yeah, because I'm you. Well.
2: No, no, no. I, I think definition, definition makes a lot more sense to me yeah. as the stat to use for this rather than just like, I'm just good at shooting fast. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Because this is
3: what will allow me to of shoot. Of course. Yeah. 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 Okay. Understood. All right. We good? I'm so scared.
2: Rock and roll. Me too. Let's do it.
3: Uh. Okay. So five successes, one triumph, and two threats. Hmm. Okay, we're good. Okay. okay, Perils of the Warp wasn't
2: triggered. Ooh. I mean, it is. In, it incidentally, it's I very funny to, to that's me going to be <laughs> that our first Perils of the Warp check is during a flashback. Yeah, it's like. So wait <laughs> yeah. a minute. Have you always had horns? Um. Okay. <laughs> uh damn so that's sorry once again Laura that's five success
3: yeah one one triumph triumph and two threats two threat yeah
2: hmm um okay and luckily Uh, I'm
3: not using a psychic implement otherwise it would be completely destroyed
2: (laughs) great uh, not the your beloved so gear. Not your beloved gear from the past. Um Okay. Uh Tyler, what did you get from your, your role from a while back?
5: Two successes, three advantages. Fuck man, you're good at starting cars. Um Sometimes it's tech use user driving. we we're, we're we can
2: we can make it. You're a Huckleberry? Yeah. Um anything okay.
5: else? Not so much.
2: <laughs> okay. Um yeah, um, all right. So time slows for you briefly in a, in a way that you don't consciously recognize as it being that way. Also, I think it's a little bit like um, uh, when I, I had a friend who realized he was colorblind in like midway through elementary school, and up till then he was just like, "No, that's just what colors look like." Yeah, like yeah, blue's a hard one. And then people eventually is like, oh, no, it's just because I see it as gray. Oh, shit. OK, that makes a lot more sense of a bunch of stuff. So for you, this is just a thing you assume everyone can do. But you raise the rifle um, and as natural as breathing, you just start like pumping rounds um, into these guys. And uh, by the time they realize what's happening, uh, they're dead and. Um, the crowd uh, starts to panic. There's screaming. People are dispersing. Um, and there's just complete pandemonium because someone just opening fire in a crowd is is obviously going to do that, even in a hive world. Um, and um, when the first uh, the the first woman um, that you you pull the sights on, um, uh, she's like a, a mean looking some bitch. <laughs> um, and uh you just kind of pull the rifle um to her breathe out um and squeeze the trigger um and as you watch her head explode um you're already moving the gun to the next person um and as you do so just a you have an odd realization um in kind of a fairly passive way of oh i just ended a life for the first time uh and it alarms you that you feel absolutely nothing about that. Mm. It's a little bit like when I, as a human realized I'll never play the piano. Don't really want to play the piano, but it was a thing I was like, oh, I could always just pick this up at some point. No, nah, I'm just not going to do it. Um, you obviously live in a, a hellscape, so that's not a thing that sticks in your brain, but it is kind of valuable yeah. as a turning point in your life. Um you proceed to um, open fire on uh, the other culprits. Uh, the other shots are not as clean um, as you can still kind of pick things out through through divination. But um, as the crowd begins to surge, uh, you actually find yourself shooting through people to hit these people. Um, but the job is to drop the culprits. That's what Kel told right. you to do. And that's what yeah. you're going to do. Um, and uh, it was at this point uh, that Lyric truly lost respect for life that wasn't hers or Alto's. Uh, Unfortunately, to that point, as the crowd begins to surge, um, there's the roar of an engine across the crowd, uh, but also a high-pitched scream as a penny farthing is knocked over uh, and a a stocky, well-perfumed man falls into the passenger seat uh, beside you, Alto, um, looks at you, looks at what's happening, and says, I'll give you a thousand thrones if you just drive. Alto, what do you do? I can do that. Uh, And floors it. (laughs) All right. Um, (laughs) So, Alto, um, are you... Trying to go back and pick up Kel and uh, Lyric? Are you trying to just drive away to make the the weird man happy? What's uh what's your deal? I think I think he
5: I, I think it's like I'm taking this thing around the block, basically. It's like they don't need the car right now, but I need this car to be ready for them when they come out. So I'm just taking the shortest possible route I can mm. to be back there, and it, it'll be like. Are they out there? No? Okay. Around once again kind of thing. So
2: the car just plows through people. Uh um, oh, Jesus. Okay. As you you take off through the crowd. Um, uh, I think it's kind of like a, you leaning up, like you're again, you're a kid, like leaning up over the steam, we'll be like, excuse me. And yeah. it's like a very like richy-rich, like, <laughs> oh, it's charming, but like it's just fucking pandemonium as people are knocked outside. Um uh Lyric, you watch the car tear off around the corner. Um, with, uh, with Alto and, uh, this man inside, um, the thugs all start like trying to claw past people, but, uh, it is, it is too late. Um, and in horror, uh, you see, uh, Alto kind of, um, pull a hard right around a corner and disappear from sight. Meanwhile, back inside the hangar, um, uh, Endrick, um, you find, uh, Kel just fucking wailing um, on a, a culprit, just like he's clearly dead, but she's just punching him uh, repeatedly in the face. Um, and she's like, he was our friend, you son of a bitch. Um, and as your your eyes track from uh, this head, she's pulping against the ground. Uh, you see uh, Tritipus Secundus um, dead on the ground with a, with a bolt round in his head. It would seem that even at close range, he couldn't dodge this. Um, But uh, he was never really a friend of yours uh, and you kind of don't like him. So it's not really a huge concern. (laughs) What is a concern is the flaming wreckage uh, of the Maladrot. You rush up the ramp um, knowing that uh, two things. One, time is of the essence because now invariably there's going to be security rushing and everything else. Um, But two... If you're going to pocket the best thing in this vehicle, you have a hot second to find it. Yeah. Um, So please, uh, I think we're going to go with a tech use. Love to hear it. I know you do. Um, But I also don't really think there's a better stat. Like, yeah, it's not really a perception check. If it's like, I want to find the cool gear. (laughs) Maybe I can read these boxes. Um, So uh, go ahead, please. Uh, Just a straight roll, or is there any difficulty? Oh, yeah. Um, Difficulty, uh, sorry, of course, I keep forgetting what system we're in. Um, We're going to say two purple um, and uh, one setback for trying to pocket it without anyone noticing.
5: Okay. I'm going to use a story point. Okay. Okay. Um, As it is, my tech use is just three yellow. So do I – I can't remember.
2: Do I just give myself Uh, a green? Give yourself a green, yeah. Okay. Oh, damn. Um, That means you're zero and four in my favor now. Oh, Oh, wait. Did you have any boost dice? It's (laughs) –
5: He's no, not plugged
0: it's, into anything. It's tech use
5: using machinery.
2: So. Oh.
0: Um, no, I was checking because we said we'd upgrade a boost to a green. So would we go from zero to boost or what would we want to do? Uh, we figured that out last session as a possible solution to our. That's right. Adding things to nothing. Yes.
2: Okay. So then, yes, uh, let's make it a. Well, actually, Tyler, I will give you a boost that you can upgrade to a green because it occurs to me that if I'm Endric and I'm looking at a manifest. Yeah. I'm eyeballing the cool things on that manifest. So I think you know what you're looking for. You don't know where it is, but you know it exists. So rather than just like, what's cool? It's like, get the fuck out of the way, find the cool thing, hide it, it. take the rest.
5: Okay. (coughs) Uh, All right, rolling. Two successes is the net.
2: Um, All right. So um, you very quickly dig through, uh, and sure enough... um, you find a new in package mind impulse unit. Um, and these things are so fucking rare on this planet. Um, and this can really give you a, a distinct advantage. And as you kind of continue to dig through, uh, you find, um, a variety of pieces that could easily be f- put together into a proper mechadendrite arm, really boost your, your abilities up, you grab that. Um, but the mind impulse unit, it's the big, the big win. Um, so uh, you grab that, um, you start looting the other major things. It's basically, it's the classic, like, I'm in a vault, I grab the diamonds. Okay, what other shit is there? Oh, bearer bonds. I mean, they're fine. <laughs> but um, so uh, you you start grabbing all those things. Um, can you please roll me a vigilance check? Cool. Uh, which is willpower and vigilance. Uh, difficulty of one. Uh, I'm going to give you a boost for the fact that I think of the crew, you're the most cautious member. Okay. Yeah.
5: Wow. That could have gone way worse. Uh, four successes, one threat. Amazing.
2: Um, so um, as you're doing this, uh, after you've got the mind impulse unit in hand, your brain can actually relax a little bit because that was really the reason you signed up. Mm. Um. And as you continue to kind of loot through these things, um, it occurs to you that um, all of the—and it's one of those weird things where it's just like those weird details that just kind of stick in your brain. You're like, wait a minute! Um, all of the uh, the culprits were using like slug throwers, just like basic, basic slug throwers, um, which are powerful weapons in their own right, um, but none of them packed the punch of a bolter, of a bolt pistol which fires exploding rounds that mm. blow up heads, um, you realize that Tritopus's head was definitely exploded. And the only person who has a bolt pistol that you've seen today is Kel. Now, you trust Kel as an acquaintance and a co-worker, but you're not friends. No. Um and suddenly the vehemence with which she a uh, generally emotionless woman was beating on someone screaming um starts to bring a little bit false. Um would you continue to loot the ship, or do you think you would I think now he'd be interested
5: to know what Kel is doing if he left her mm-hmm. wailing on this culprit corpse, kind of just getting her feelings out? Mm-hmm. Um uh, well, he he went and got like what the mission was for, like right. He 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 got his stuff. Um, I think even from like the breach point or however he entered the ship, if he would just like go to like the corner and basically just kind of try to spy Kel from like a distance.
2: Yeah. So uh, we'll see secretly. The, the breach point, um, I think, uh, for my brain at least, was the uh, the entrance ramp. So mm-hmm. like again, if we're thinking, I don't know, if we use this metaphor a lot, but if we're going with a Quinjet style thing. So the ramp dropped when it, it crashed. Um, uh, you kind of look down the ramp and, um, uh, having a cat, I'm sure you've seen this. If you flash a flashlight at cat's eyes Mm -hmm. in the dark and you get that weird kind of almost mirrored effect. Yeah. Um, you catch that, Mm -hmm. uh, as she's kind of, um, in shadow facing you. Um, and, uh, Suddenly, uh, those eyes seem to go a bit wider and she yells just like, shit, Tarkin, get down. Do you hit the deck or do uh, you confront her?
5: I'll go, I'll go further into the ship. Yeah, I'll, I'll like retreat into the ship and try and find like another exit. I don't want to go out where she is.
2: Okay. Um, as you turn, uh, you feel a, a piercing pain in your chest. Uh, as a sword is driven through your core um, by a bloodied uh, woman wearing a a rogue trader's captain's cap. Um, Captain Ryan of Fontenot. You're damn right. (laughs) Uh, And she just says, my ship. Um, This is a killing blow, but you're still up. What do you do? Possibly with that large arm of yours.
5: Yeah, I I would say uh Yeah, I think just cuz I was sneaking a, like like I'm peering down this ramp mm-hmm. at Kel cuz I don't trust her anymore. So I'm up against the wall. So if I turn around, she's up against. she's like we have a wall beside us. So I think it's just mechanized arm hitting head as hard against the
2: wall as possible. All right. Um uh <laughs> Captain Fontnot's head becomes a f- Font of blood and brain, uh, as uh, you pulp her against the um, uh, the interior hull of the ship, um, and as you, you kind of uh, sink to your knees. I think for for Andric, this was always an inevitability of this kind of life. Um, but uh, for for just a moment, you have a vision of, of kind of who you could have been. And I think he just holds on to that because, you know, as the light goes out, might as well pretend, right? Um, what is uh, What are the last words of endrick Tarkin?
5: I think he reaches into his, like, just the, the opening of his boiler suit and pulls out one of uh, Tredipus's, like, aerosol cans mm-hmm. and just, like, sprays his gaping wound and nothing happens. So you just, his last words of, like, his modulated voice are just like, useless superstitions. And just
2: falls over. <laughs> <laughs> um, amazing. Um, Kel <laughs> rushes up to you uh, as, uh, it's like your head hits the deck and and, and uh, you, you fade from existence. Kel actually rushes up, um, drops to her knees, and is like, come on, get up, get up. And she like slaps you and uh, she picks up the spray and you can see her have like a, and then she sprays your wounds in your face a bit, and she's like, Yeah, useless superstitions throws the can away. <laughs> um, and um, as uh, she um, uh, sort of um, uh, starts to, to get back up, um, she uh, notices that you've got like the bag of loot, and with a sort of a, a moment of kind of uh, this is how it goes, uh, she just uh, takes the bag. Um, in a a wrapped tentacle, which slides back up and into her sleeve uh, as the the bag reaches her hand, and she turns back uh, to go see what has become of her young charges. Um, Alto, this is pod racing. Uh, That car goes real fast, and it's pretty amazing. Um, As you you pull around the second corner, um, you... uh, Feel kind of a massive meaty hand just hit your shoulder, and Fartulum says, Oh, that's good, I think, lad. I'll take over from here. You've been awfully useful, but I think this is where you uh exit. And he starts to try and shove you out of the uh the moving car. Um, what do you do? What do I do? Um
5: <laughs> I I think I uh, I just jerk the car like left and right, just kind of like to 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 take the hit, like to take his weight off of me, almost. Yep. Right. Like as I drive in the opposite yep. direction, it's like he he goes the other way. Sure. Um, go ahead and roll a driving check, please. Oh, gladly.
3: <laughs>
5: this is gonna bite me in the ass one day, but hopefully not right now. But today is not that day.
2: Um, Any difficulty associated with that? Um, Yeah, I'm going to say it's a difficulty of three because he's fighting for the wheel. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you a a boost just for being, like, small uh, and good at this. Uh, I am going to upgrade one with a story point uh, because he really wants this car. Okay. He might get Um, it then because this is looking close. uh, I'm also going to give you one boost, Tyler, for not wanting to let Lyric down. I feel like um, more so – and this is a very kid logic thing, but more so than being worried about your own life, because I don't think that's even really a concept for you so much. It's more so like, oh, no, I don't want to let the team down. Like, I told them I'd get a car. Um,
5: Yeah. Okay. Rolling. Oh, one success, one triumph.
2: Oof. So you jerk the wheel um, (sighs) – And the car uh, takes a hard right. Uh, it's it's much more responsive, similar to like sports cars that no one can really drive because they just move too fast. Um, and you just fully blues brothers through a wall, um, nice. smash through some glass, um, drive up and over a couple of uh, sort of uh, desk worker desks, smash out the other side, back into the crowd. Um, he's thrown off of you. Uh, Lyric... Um, to your surprise and delight, you see a car smash through the um, uh, through the building in front of you um, and come barreling kind of towards uh, uh, towards you. Uh, over your shoulder, you hear Kel just yell, "Take the shot!" And you can see um, Fartulum fighting for the wheel with Alto. Um, you watch as he reaches uh, up into his cap. And he pulls a like a stiletto dagger, um, and literally, it's one of those things where it's like in slow motion. He's pulling it, and he's clearly just gonna like, whap, uh, alto. What do you do?
3: I, I take the shot. <laughs>
2: um,
3: I mean, there's there's no question. It's like I, this is like this is instinct purely. Yeah. This is just like don't don't fuck with my kid brother.
2: Um, the bullet flies true. Um, down the barrel. um, And uh, again, you're not a perfect shot at this point, um, but uh, good thing he's got a pretty square head and that hat makes for a pretty fucking good arrow as to where to shoot. Uh, You miss his forehead, uh, but you catch his eye in the half of his head, um, which gets blown off, um, pinging off the dagger, which flies out into the crowd. Uh, He falls out of the passenger seat into the crowd, alto being so focused on driving, does not notice this happen. Um, he's uh, lightly sprayed with with blood, but it's, you know, hashtag hive. Um, the car comes speeding up, um, Alto slams the brakes, um, and um, Kel kind of shoves you forward, but in not an aggressive way, just in the like a we-gotta-go way. Yeah. Uh, leaps into the back of the, the car behind you, um, and she goes. Drive. Wait. What the fuck am I talking about? You're a kid. She pushes you out of the way, like leaps over, uh, floors it, and uh, and drives off. Um, so, despite losing uh, a couple members of the crew, uh, the heist was was moderately successful um, for the three of you. And as uh, as Kelly is is dealing with her losses, uh, she comes to realize that. Um, Particularly with with some of the things that went down, it might make more sense to train a crew rather than to just keep hiring random people. Um, She also was not oblivious to the fact that an untrained shooter gunned down a bunch of people in a crowd uh, and then pulled off a crack shot under high pressure. Um, Even though you're unaware of Psyker stuff as a concept, as someone who's worked with the Inquisition, she is acutely aware of that. And um, Lyric, for you, you feel like you just did a really fucking good job, and you can yeah. feel her warm to you slightly, but still in a really strict, like, she still beats you kind of way, but, like, there's a little bit more respect in in her bearing. Um, and with uh, the money uh, made from the stuff she's able to fence, uh, you're actually able um, to to get a hovel, uh, the hovel that you had when we met yes. you at, at the beginning of the story. Um my
3: very own hovel.
2: Very own hovel. Um, really? Lyric, uh, you've never had that much money. And having um, Kel kind of drop the bag of thrones in front of you um, was a pretty big, big moment. Um, what do you say to her as, as she does that?
3: I say, so when's the next job?
2: Um, she smiles. She says, I like that. Uh, as you try and pass her her whip and her rifle back, she just kind of shakes her head. And she says, "No, no, you, you keep them. Learn to use the whip, though. Uh, knives are are losable, as as you saw. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um,
2: and uh, as uh, as you kind of straighten up a little bit with with um, uh, pride, says, uh, "You did um, okay." I think you've got potential. Thanks. Now cut that fucking hair. Um, And as she leaves you to- And
3: I just like, I lost my fucking knife though.
2: She looks at you and she says, yeah, learn to use the fucking whip. Um, And she reaches over (laughs) onto your hand and turns it uh, and you see it light up with uh, electricity and you suddenly realize, oh, there's a little bit more to these things. Um, and then she winks at you, which is actually really delightful and something that you would not expect from this, like, wizened murderer. Uh, no. But then immediately she scowls and shoves your head out of the way and, and wanders off as you try and figure out how to cut your hair with an electronic whip. Um, and uh, Alto, she uh, she approaches you, and um, how do you think Alto's feeling at the end of all this?
5: Uh, I think he's got that adrenaline pumping. Mm-hmm. I think he's feeling pretty... I think he thinks he did a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's aware that there was a corpse in the seat next to him at near the it end. It fell was, out. Just yeah, fell yeah. right out of the car. And like, he was just throwing, so, and he doesn't have a mirror, like he doesn't know that he's got like gore on him or anything like no. that. So I think his head just pops up from the backseat while they're driving. He's like,
3: I found the car.
2: And she said, You sure <laughs> did. You sure did. Um and we get back to the hideout. She says uh, after she she deals with lyric, she's like, uh listen, you you did you did really really well, kid. Um and uh And she kind of looks over her shoulder and and, and leans in close and she's like, look, um, don't tell her I told you, but I think you might be, be the talented one of the two of you. She's, uh, she's going to be, she's going to be like me. And, uh, I, I used to know some people who were like you and they are much better than me and you can be much better than her, but you got to keep, you got to take care of her. Okay. She's, she, she's going to act tough. She's going to act mean, but, um. Tough and mean people don't survive long in this world without the help of people like you. Can you do that? Can you keep her safe? Um,
5: I I don't think the, I don't think like the gravity of like the real truth behind those. Oh, a hundred percent. So I think it's like, like a cookie monster laugh or like an Ernie laugh of like,
2: yeah, I can keep a secret. I won't, I'll protect her kind of thing. And then, And then she's like, good, good. Um, but you're gonna need to be stronger and 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 better than than you are now. But I think you've got a good eye for these things. So um, every member of a crew takes care of each other, and every member of a crew gets a cut. So here you go, kid. Uh, and she passes you a mind impulse unit, and she's like, "Be real careful with these. They can uh, they can really um, fuck you. Up. I mean, uh, really uh, screw you up. Sorry, I swear a lot." Um, I hope that doesn't rub off on your sister. That'd be really awkward. <laughs> um, but, uh, good luck kid. Um, and as, uh, as she walks away, um, Lyric, you're standing there very bravely trying to on your hair, uh, with a whip, which is really not working. And she's like, I was fucking kidding and hands you a knife. Um, <laughs> but she holds the grip hard as, as you, you grasp it. And she says, um, Innocent people like him die. So, I'm going to teach you how to keep people like him alive. And I don't care who you need to kill, who you need to betray, me, anyone. Keep him alive, or this whole galaxy makes no fucking sense. You hear me?
3: And I just kind of like, kind of set my jaw and, like, quick nod and, like, try to do that, that like, cool thing I've seen other people do and, like, grasp her forearm.
2: She's like, what? Shake my hand or do- what are you doing? Get oh, off my forearm. Get out of here. <laughs> um, and for a brief moment, you you feel um, a weird thickness on her forearm um, under her, her long sleeves that she always seems to wear. It's just it's odd. There's a, a bulge there that almost seems to shift under your hand. Um, And as she pulls her arm away, she just kind of keeps her her eyes on you and says, um, yeah, you too. This was not the final lesson you received from Kel, uh, but it was perhaps the most important one. And it was definitely the one that rushed through your brain the day you watched the back of your
1: brother's head explode. This episode of The Valentine Heresy features Ryan Laplante at TheRyanLaplante on Twitter as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter as Alto Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter as Lyric and our Game Master Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra and The Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borovic at DelBorovic.com D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator, a death to all the heretics. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a
0: special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, the Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Olin Anderson, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lorda Bradovic, Noelle Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon, too, at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks
4: to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Cam Kander? Yeah, that was a strange thing. A prolific
3: creator who disappeared suddenly in 2020.
4: Eccentric, weird, inscrutable. Cam Kander was like a 21st century Howard Hughes.
1: Nothing is known. Cam Kander. Man, woman, non-binary person, no idea.
4: Cam
3: Kander, an enigma, a cipher, a mystery.
1: Was Kander a genius or insane? Is there a difference? And one day Cam Candor vanished into thin air. Off the map.
3: Off the radar.
0: Like Amelia Earhart. From me, BK Will, in conjunction with Trojan Cat Media, a division of Leave Corp.
3: Leave me alone. I don't have anything to say about Cam Candor.
0: Comes a shocking
3: six-part documentary series.
1: Cam Candor is a Rorschach
3: test.
4: It's a MacGuffin stuffed inside a red herring. Shove down a rabbit hole that leads to a blind alley. Cam Kander is out there, waiting to make their glorious return. Like a cult leader. No, like a messiah. Discover Who is Cam Kander, a new investigative podcast coming Wednesday, September
1: 1st. Wherever you listen to podcasts.